Episode two, the boys are back. We're excited to be back. Uh, Anthony Losoro, A Train here with Matt Rosen and Brian G. Morella. Boys, happy Thanksgiving. We are on the back end of a Thanksgiving week. I love this holiday. I'm sad to see it go kind of in depression. And we are in G. Morella's garage, which, by the way, is freezing. I'm keeping my North Face jacket on. You want me to turn the heat on? It's not that cold. You don't think so? No. Heat's on. There we go. Oh, there we go. It'll warm up. Warm me up. Uh, boys, great weekend. Great weekend. Um, had a phenomenal Thanksgiving. Hosted. 25 plus. It's great. It's great. Brian? Nice. Uh, yeah, we hosted Thanksgiving as well. Uh, my son had a hockey tournament. They just won it. Oh. Uh, I'm so excited about that. And a uh, little Chinese food to celebrate. And that's it. Leftovers are done, boys. I'm out. I was just about to say... Pop trivia question is, what is the number one best thing about hosting Thanksgiving? Leftovers. And I am so mad because I went to my in-laws in Boston and I was waiting for that tray to come home. Nothing. I got meatballs, but that's not Thanksgiving-esque. Well, ironically, that's what I had for dinner tonight, meatballs, which were left over from Thanksgiving. But um, my mother who came... Uh, she brings the uh, plastic top, like containers. Yeah, and everybody gets sent home with a, a container of leftovers. Yes. So you don't leave my house without a container unless you deny the container. Very few people deny, but there's a couple deniers. Ah, hey, good, I'm good, I'm not, you know. But for the most part, everybody goes home with a, with a container. Did you have enough for your family as leftovers? Yeah. Well, honestly, uh, just Christine and I really eat the leftovers. I mean, the kids had. Uh, uh, ziti and meatballs tonight, which were leftovers from Thanksgiving. Yeah. But the the staples, like the turkey, the mashed potatoes, the stuffing, the, the kids don't eat the leftovers. Am I the only one who didn't have pasta on Thanksgiving this year? You didn't you have got, any pasta no, on Thanksgiving? No, not this year. Not this year. It's, it's actually funny you say that because normally my grandmother, when she was alive, would make homemade lasagna. And we'd have homemade that lasagna. in my family too. Oh, dude. My wife picked up the recipe before my, my grandmother developed Alzheimer's. And it's it's spot on. The meatballs, the sauce, everything. Robbie sits over to sink crushing tomatoes. I mean, it's it's legit. So didn't have it this year. Did not have it this year. No. My in-laws, we had a long conversation over Thanksgiving about what the Italians do for Thanksgiving, and we were mentioning. I, I, so when I was up there, we didn't have any pasta, but it is out of control. The Italians add a pasta to Thanksgiving. I mean, you couldn't Always. be more stuffed. And then you add a lasagna on top of that. It's ridiculous. So ironically, this was my first Italian Thanksgiving because I'm not really Italian. Um, Rosen's but, not but, Italian? Nah, I mean, a little bit. Rosono. But um, so my sister came this year and her boyfriend, husband, domestic partner, they've been living together like 10 years. I don't know what you call him. Um, great guy. He, I think, has some Italian in him. And part of his Thanksgiving is tradition and he's a big cook is meatballs and ziti. So he was like, if we're going to come to your house this year and there's going to be 25 people, then I'm going to do my my thing. So multiple trays of ziti, like 100 meatballs. That's crazy. It, it you was, had to have delicious. that left over. A, a, a ton. So that's what I'm saying. So tonight for dinner, the family had meatballs and ziti. Leftovers from Thanksgiving, but not necessarily Thanksgiving traditional leftovers. You got to have Petruz's meatballs. They were good. Not going to lie. They were very good. Four minutes in and we're already talking Petrusa. I'm just saying. 
He did a, a tremendous job with making meatballs a few weeks ago. Come on. Yeah, for the little fellas first get together. Speaking of Petruzzo, did you see the new teaser that came out today? It's Fantastic. unbelievable. Fantastic. It's unbelievable. Man. It's like that actually got me excited. Dude. So there was a couple acting performances in the okay, so for everybody, what we're talking about is the teaser for little fellas that was sent on the Dad's Night wire out to everybody. If you haven't seen it, please see it. It's it's actually very funny. Trending on YouTube right now, by the way. So huge. Mike Higgins, chairman, was nervous that he's not a good actor, and that's why he was nervous about the interstitials. First off, he did very good in this, but his performance was trumped by Sophian. Sophia was so good. Todd's good, man. He's solid. It's you know? so good. But overall, the whole thing was acting really well and pretty funny. I mean, now I'm starting to get the humor in this. I mean, this no, it, it was good. Patrice's line at the end, the way it ended, I think he said, tell Chairman Higgins I said thank you, and what can you do for me next time? Or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> it is good. It, it, it was good. It was I mean, good. you're putting the card before the horse because you want to unpack pitch night. And we got to be talking about little fellows. And I don't know if we're ready. Are we, are we moving past Thanksgiving? Is this over? I think if we're going to move past Thanksgiving, then we go pr- talk about pitch night. But then we definitely have to come back because there are so many other things that transpired over the weekend, obviously including the Butterball, which we're going to get to you know a little bit later on in the show. There's so much. There is really so much. So the last time I think we spoke was at pitch night, the bachelor party. Um, we we podcasted live from there. We didn't know what to expect. It turned out to be a fantastic that was episode. A great episode. Um, so in my my sauna ing, I listened to these episodes again, and <laughs> I awkward. enjoyed the pitch night episode so much because of the like did you hear, like the buzz in the background? Yeah. Like you couldn't make out what anybody was saying, but you just knew it was like a vibrant scene. It was pretty cool to listen to. It yeah. sounded like we were on the red carpet, off to the side. There was a lot going on at pitch night, and listen. You can't have a pitch night without being a little bit controversial. I mean, it, it was crazy. You know, there was the most pitches I think we've had in a long in time. A long I don't remember exactly how many, but there was the most that we've had in a long time. I believe only 10 made it in. And honestly, there was probably 20 pitches. And listen, there was a couple that maybe, you know, weren't meant to be. Um, but there was a cusp, couple on the cusp from what I'm hearing. You know, I'm not really involved in that at this yeah. point. But I know some people walked away saying, hey, I thought I had a good enough of a pitch. I didn't make it. And then there's some people who said, wow, I pitched good enough to make it in. So This pitch night is dad's night. Butterball is dad's night. And here's what dad's night is. It's funny, but it's kind of real. Do you know what I'm saying? I mean, like, yeah. like, like, like in a weird world, like you're pitching as a joke and it's such a good, but like you're, like I said to you, like it's kind of a bummer when you don't get in because you do put some effort into this thing. Same thing with Butterball. Like, oh, we'll throw the ball around. It'll be fun. Next thing you know, it's like, Fourth quarter of the game, and guys are like playing for their lives. Two guys get sent to a hospital at some point, you know, and it's like, and it's like, no, this is real. There's a lot of, there's a lot of butterball unpacking, and I think it's going to be a whole topic later on. I mean, it's not, it wasn't even just throwing the ball around this year. There was a lot more involved, but let, let's get to that. Let's let's go back to pitch night. Let's, should we? Should let's we, go back to the pitch we, night. Should we cheers, cheers? I'm thirsty. I'm th- right. That's what I was looking I'm at. Parched. Uh, who's our sponsor today? Uh, tonight we're being sponsored by uh, Polar Polar Seltzer. Ruby red grapefruit. Dude, Enjoy. We have gone officially. <laughs> cheers, boys. Cheers, guys. We've gone officially away from like the uh, uh, prime. I'm going to try to get our prime um, sponsorship back before Dad's Night begins. I know I just said we're not going to talk about the Butterball until we talk about the Butterball. But separate from the Butterball itself, after the game, one of the players, um, Dean Celepis, who was you know had a great Butterball, by the way, um, 
someone handed him a prime and he's like came up to me and he's like wait a minute is this the same prime you guys drink at your podcast <laughs> and i was like yeah he's like wow i've never seen this before actually heard of it i didn't really know it was a real thing and i'm like yeah and then he's like and does someone in Ridgewood make this? And I was like, <laughs> and I was like, no, like this is like something you buy on the shelves and like you drink it. He's like, wow, it's really good. <laughs> and I was like, I was it'll cr- keep you up all week. I couldn't believe that Dean <laughs> like just. So Dude, I guess like, last I thought everybody. I, I was crushing primes, and and then like studies came out that I had like five cups of coffee, and it's like an yeah. out of control number of caffeine. yeah. It's a lot of caffeine in that stuff. It's not healthy for you. <laughs> so now we're. Uh, we're going with, with Polar. Um, <laughs> Switch it to Seltzer. Before we start pitch night, somebody wants a call in. Somebody has a lot to add here. Hmm. So Is this ADD Lasaro already? Like, can we, we're not going pitch night? Well, I think if we make the call, maybe he can tee us up for other things that we're not thinking about. Yeah, go ahead. All right. Bring him on. This is always the best part of the show. Westside Matt? Whoa, oh man. man. Oh, there we go. There we go. Who do we got? Who could it be, Matt? Big you tell money, me. big money, big money. Come on, make it make a prediction. Who is it? Come on. Westside Matt? Great. Oh. oh. Is this Market Watch Phil? What's going on, Train? Oh, <laughs> what's going on, Phil? How are we doing, boys? Wonderful, never better. The boys are all here. I mean, last time. And by the way, Phil, who is known as the Invisible Man, was at pitch night the whole time. So is he that invisible or no? Was he at pitch night? Want to answer that question? Uh, and pretty invisible, right? I mean, I like, I like to keep a low profile. I like to stay in the weeds a little bit, kind of look from the sidelines. Yeah, we, we had him on the cast at pitch night. Yeah. Speaking of the sidelines, he was even at the Butterball the other day. Yeah, well, he can't be totally present at all times. <laughs> I mean, he's, no. he dips in and dips out. Hey, Phil, uh, you were at pitch night. That's kind of where we left off. We need uh, a market watch. What were you feeling? What were you seeing? Anybody stock rising? Where, where do we stand Ah, oh, boys. Uh, I start off by saying it was a great night, great attendance, a lot of people, a lot of high energy. Um, listen, <laughs> I'll say it once and I'll say it again. Petrusa, Petrusa, Petrusa. God damn. How long has it been um, since we... It's unbelievable. It, it, it's a run unlike no other. I mean, I'm thinking it's like an eight for one split because he's riding high. <laughs> I'm not sure if you guys have seen... The, the last trailer that came out for Little Fellas. But there's grumblings right now. Grumblings. Early daddies. Uh, what is it? The, da- the daddy award? Daddies? Yeah, Phil. I don't know if there's enough of Petrusa to split them eight ways. Um, <laughs> but if there was. Wow. You know, for you to make that comment, that's 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 well well received. So you're you're are you pre- talking daddy already? Yeah, are you predicting yeah. an early daddy? Guys, guys, I'm 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 gonna throw this out there, okay? I let this marinate a little bit, kick it around, do what you want with it. Early, early. What do you think? Early, early what? what? I think he, I, I think he wins. I think he wins best skit. 
Best skate, best writer, best actor, best skate. I mean, I think he could go clean sweep. That's how hot he is right now. Wow. To win best skit, you have to have like an audience. Like you think audience is going to be absolutely like contagious, like loving every second of this. What's that thing in the Uh, world, Phil? What's that thing that they? It's called like when you win like a Grammy, an Emmy, an Oscar, and a Tony. It, it, there's like it's like the grand slam of, of awards. There's there's a name for it. Why do Petruzza can win all that? I, that's what it sounds like Phil's saying. So what did you yeah. think? Of, what do you think about the Petruzza pitch? Think, think it was great? It was fantastic. It was I mean, fantastic. Listen, it really was. Like I mean, no one is pulling off a tracksuit right now like Jeff Petruzza. I mean, it's like it's almost like he was born that way. Except maybe Mike Saracino, if you've seen his. Ooh. There's, Mike Saracino there's, there's, was 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 the funniest little fellow. There, there's pictures floating around the internet right now of Mike Saracino in a tracksuit on Thanksgiving. <laughs> on Thanksgiving, exactly. <laughs> if you haven't seen it, go to your local text chats. <laughs> I'm sure somebody can scuff it up. But uh, find yeah. the little fella. Ask him. Um, so you think this is the year of the little fella? I think it could be the year of the little fella. I don't know. I I I saw the teaser two come out, and it's like. You just want more, right? I'm, I can't wait for the third trailer. To Phil, come. I mean, what's next? Phil, anybody else out there that you that you're seeing right now? Stock highs, buy low, buy high, sell. You know, I I, I keep hearing Graham Cow. I don't know. I, I don't know too much about him, but I just I, I feel like there's nobody does, and that's a good thing. <laughs> what are you What are you hearing? Are you hearing about the he skit? Did, well, I mean, I've been hearing skit. I've been hearing he. He was on the winning team for the Butterball. I just feel like there's there's a slow build, there's slow momentum coming about him right now. Would you say Would you say he's trying to you know put a name for himself in the Hawes chairman you know future list? Listen, if you have a heartbeat, you're a future Hawes chairman. All right. (laughs) Do do you guys think so? So when you think Graham Cow, you think Friedman, right? So do you? No, no, you're, you're right. You're right. right. I do. I do. I always think it's like Jellator all over again. Right. My point right. to you is he trying to go Timberlake and go solo? Is that what's happening? So you think he's leaving Freeman? Like, kind of like um, like the instinct wow. breaking up. Like, you, you think he's like you going think he's off leaving on his own. or he's just is, outshining? Are you, are you saying Graham Cow's the straw that stirs the drink? I'm I'm saying like wh- where's his head at? Is he like is what if his stock rises so high? Is he going to be like I'm a solo act? You you know what you might be on to something. It, it very well it very well could be like in sync all over again. Wow. <laughs> right right now he's right now he's like the backup singer like good looking athletic just won the butterball feels great got a little pep in his step and now all of a sudden he's like. Maybe I don't need Freeman. Is he going bye-bye-bye? <laughs> this is like Justin, we're over here, and he's like, uh, guys, I'm starting something something of my own yeah. over here. Neil Crimea River Freeman? <laughs> <laughs> what if like a week later, though, Freeman just comes out with a brand new skin himself, and he's like, I'm bringing sexy back. <laughs> oh my God. Here's why it won't happen, because this is not a dad's night friendship. This is high school friendship. That's too deep. Right? It's too deep to, like, undo. I don't know, man. I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, Phil, Phil, anybody on the low? Uh, anyone on the low? Who are we shoring, anyone Phil? Come on. Who are we shoring? Mm, I don't know. 
We probably should have given you these questions before we got on the phone. It's okay, Phil. (laughs) Right now, everybody's hot. Coming off a big Thanksgiving, coming off Pitch Night, coming off a Butterball. Um, did you like pitch night though? Did you did you feel like it had? A, I felt like the vibe was strong this year. Ah, the vibe was unbelievable. I yeah. mean, just it was it was ten, it was an eleven. I mean, everyone was in a great mood. The place was packed, right? I how mean, how I many pitch so nights can you stadium. compare this one to, Phil? Uh, I'm gonna compare it to this one. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, has he been any? <laughs> Phil, how many pitches? <laughs> Phil, of all the, I'm asking, how many pitches did you <laughs> watch uh, last that night? I've been on. Uh, wait, say it again. What was the question? How many pitches did you actually watch at pitch night? Um, when I was not talking about Pee Wee football uh, with Graham Cow, um, <laughs> probably four or five. <laughs> wow, Phil, tell me if you. I, I mentioned this in the last podcast, but the funniest thing to me is pitch night is how the directors and everybody in and the main table entertain. And they're like, okay, like, meanwhile, like, they know, right? They don't like the skit. And they're just like, okay, how many guys again? Like, do you need so, the band? Yeah, would you need the band? He's like, do you want to work the middle of the stage? Or, like, you know, like, they're just trying to, like, appease. Like, it, it's so, How would you feel about working with someone else? Uh, yeah. How do you feel about a merger? Uh, are there any mergers going on right now? The only, um, the only merge I'm hearing was uh, New Dad's Pokemon. Um, I heard it was pitched. I heard new dads. I heard that might come together. But I was a little disappointed, to be honest, that there wasn't any more mergers. I thought there was opportunities for a lot of mergers yeah. uh, during pitch night, and just none came to fruition. Gaslight's like getting too smart. I know. Come, I, don't, I don't like this. Like, no. come on. I, I like, there's still got to be some holes. I mean, the mergers, we enjoy them internally. We need to see the merger collapse. <laughs> it's, it's getting too smart for us. There's nothing better than a good merger that yeah. goes bad. Oh yeah, <laughs> nice arranged marriage. And the directors are just not getting along, and like, and then and then you talk to one of the three directors, and you're like, and he's like, "Yo, man, why do they pair me with this guy? Like, he doesn't understand my vision. It's, <laughs> it's so good." <laughs> wow. Well, Phil, we caught you late on the back end of a Sunday. I knew, I just knew you were gonna have nothing but good news about Petruza. Uh Listen, I mean, he is, uh, he's definitely skyrocketing right now. So, I mean, it continues. But we have a long, we have a long runway here, guys. I mean, best we, skit, huh? You really think best skit? You're putting a stamp on that? I'll put a stamp on it right now. Wow, okay. Do you want to hear something funny? Right now. I'm, putting um, my, my I'm thinking about Sakura, and I'm thinking, like, it's so strange that he bailed and went to the band and all this stuff. I think he wait, maybe. Sakura bailed and went to the band. He didn't bail. He said, but he's a two-time he skit. He's a two-time skit winner back to back, and he doesn't pitch. I'm thinking he felt. I think he, I'm thinking he felt the groundswell of the Petruza skit and is was he, like, "I'm gonna, I'm gonna be a supporting man." Is he pulling like a Barry Sanders? Kinda. Kinda. What, retire, retiring on top. Yeah. No, I think he's really. I, in the I, band. I mean, listen, I respect that. What is he doing in the band? I feel like it's more like a Michael Jordan going to the baseball. <laughs> like not that's so much a, yeah, not yeah, so much a Barry, but more like an MJ. Like eventually, he's going to realize that that side of the house, while it's great, it's just not for him. Right. And and he's going to come back maybe with a new number. Like right, you know, like, but yeah, yeah, yeah. but and he's gonna he's gonna ease his way back into to, like we to, know you had a couple homers in AAA ball, it was right? Great. And it was great, it and was you great. know what? The fans loved yeah. it. They liked seeing you on the mic, and you are athletic. 
But, but you got to come back home. Come where you belong. Win another dad. Yeah, another win another dad. Yeah, another daddy. Another MVP. You know, yeah, he'll be back. Wow, that's, be a, back. that's a great analogy, by the way. Thank you. Yeah. Um, I would have gone Tim Tebow, but yeah, okay, <laughs> that works too. <laughs> uh, Market Watch. We have a guest come in, and by the way, I'm gonna let you listen. To, I'm gonna. I'm not gonna tell you who the guest is, so you actually listen to the podcast. Uh, but a lot of your things that you spoke about tonight, the timing of this is unbelievable. And for the record, did you know who the guest was? No, no, not at all. All right. All right. All uh, Philly, we'll catch you a little later. All right, boys. Love you, pal. Always See a pleasure. pleasure. All right, be well. Bye. So we got a lot on Petruza. We talked a little bit about pitch night. Um, anything that comes to your mind real quick, pitch night, before we bring on our guest? Any any highs, any lows, any no. any surprises, people you thought you might see make it to the next round that maybe just didn't make it? Anybody that you were like, wow, I can't believe he got in, but now you see now you see what he's at? The only thing that I could add about pitch night is I was so excited for the Brat Barry brothers because – because of the generational thing, and I wanted them to get in. I don't know if it was a timing of when they went, um, but I'm I'm bumming on those guys because I think John Barry can. I think John Barry's a, a rising star, and I think Dave has always been an unbelievable onstage present, almost like big time in every skits. I wanted to see the Barry Brothers, and they had an '80s theme. I love the '80s. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, not that I was surprised that he got in, but I wasn't expecting such a great story and a great pitch and i'm really glad he did and i'm really glad to see where this is going but i'm very excited to see uh new dad chad and, and uh cletus i forget cletus i forget what it's great. called um meet us cletus or something and we first learned about cletus on the podcast yep and then for him to actually take cletus from the podcast and bring him to life and now he's going to be on on the stage it's uh it's kind of full, full circle and i hope at some point cletus meets the podcast okay yeah. here's my prediction I was an announcer with Dan Sikora yesterday for the Butterball. And by the way, Dan Sikora is the best gentleman in the entire world. He had two kids that were sick the night before. And then I was texting him, I'm like, yo, are we doing this? And it was like, this was his first Butterball. And he's like, I'll see, I'll see if I can wake up early to get a generator. Sure enough, he goes and buys a $60 generator. He sets up a monstrosity of, an, of a PA system. And like, we had the best time doing the PA. And we had multiple mics. We had Neil Friedman reffed up talking. We had, it was like it was. I mean, that's Dan Sikora. I mean, honestly, Dan Sikora adds so much value to Dad's night. It's out of control. He's 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 truly a giver. But what I will say to this is, before Butter Bowl started, I looked at all the teams and I gave like a true A train assessment. And I just said to him, I, everybody, I multiple people heard me. I go, Blue Team will win this thing by a lot. And sure enough, Blue Team went four zero and they won this thing. I am going to tell you right now, because I just felt it. I have these premonitions. This year's skit of the year, meet us with Cletus. Wow. Wow. Here's the reason why. Everything that Chad has ever touched turns to gold. He's been the undercurrent MVP of so many things. I mean, even like, even Sakura's skit last year, he was the funniest acting role in that skit by far, right? Yep. When I did my when I did my roller nights, he was out of control, awesome enthusiasm. He did all this, like he did all the back end work on so many skits. Seventy seven COVID year, he was like the video man for everything. Yeah, and he works in production on TV. I'm telling you, he's gonna blow it. Up. I, I think he's gonna shock everybody. So I don't think any of us know the name of the skit because you just called it Metis and Cletus. Can we call it that? Cletus come meet us. Cletus. Something. Oh, maybe it's Cletus come. Cletus like come meet us. Cletus come meet us. It might be. Regardless, I just, 
I hope Cletus wins a daddy this year. <laughs> Can you imagine? I think it's going to. Can you imagine Cletus becomes like a huge part of dad's name that he comes every year and he's like, he like, like he becomes a part of the brotherhood. <laughs> yes. Or so like he, you know, <laughs> finds a kid and. Without further ado, boys, because it's Sunday night, we've had a lot of turkey. I can see we are a little bit tired. This is the perfect guest because mm-hmm. he will bring a lot of energy to the cast. Whether we want it or not. Whether we want it or not. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Market Watch Phil brought him up. Justin Gramkow. Welcome to the cast! Butterball winner. By the way, you were standing in the doorway as Market Watch Phil like sung your praises. I have to apologize to Phil. Every single time I see that guy, all I want to do is talk about football. <laughs> and, and he he appeases me and we talk through offensive strategy, blocking schemes, everything. And I saw him after the Butterball yesterday and immediately went up to him and started talking about football. Wait, you resorted back to Butterball football or Pee Wee football? Pee Wee football. <laughs> and all I did was talk Dude, about it. Kids sports are everything. I man. know, and I feel so bad because every time I see him, I'm just trying to soak up any little bit of knowledge I can get to help with you know our crew that will be fourth grade next year. And uh, the fact that he said that made me laugh because I, I do. He missed half a pitch night because of me <laughs> talking to him about peewee football. Oh, it's so great. You you have those guys, right? You have the boys that like, oh, yeah. I know there's like five guys and dads like that. Every time I see him, we're having the exact same conversation. But it's like our conversation. It's, it's unbelievable. And you yeah. own it. And you love it. Yeah. And, and that's what you go back to. That's your connections. Um, Can you tell us what the name of the skit is? Is it Meet Us with Cletus? Do you know? Is that who pitched it? Who did that chat? Who did that chat? Oh, then I have no idea. That's probably one where I was talking to Phil. Yeah. <laughs> Could be. He was in the middle of blocking schemes during that skip, uh, that pitch. Um, but, I mean, I don't want to – we can't go over Butterball because I know you have a lot to say about that topic, and I got a lot of questions. Are you, wait, I mean, are you sore? Uh, I am sore. Like um, 1 to 10. 43. Nah, it's 6 or 7. Damn it. Yeah. Like, it's, it, but it's, it's a diff- every year is a different sore. Like did this you year, practice on Wednesday? No, I worked Wednesday and Friday. I did not practice at all. We practiced. There so, so, so we practiced. Yeah. Well, that's what I was going with. So this has become such more than a day of football. It's now become, like you said, like that's it's it. got its own competitive spice to it as well. However, very friendly competition, but I do believe every team held a practice. Did your team hold a practice? They did. Yeah. So every team held a practice at different times. Our practice was on Wednesday afternoon, which actually was great. Um, we did it around 4 o'clock on Wednesday. Um, and I was sore on Thanksgiving, but I really sore. But I felt that that <laughs> helped me play through Saturday, and I wasn't as bad today as I've been in the past because I already had the soreness from earlier. Dom's setting in. I'm going to get very deep right now, and you guys need to hear this. The butter bowl to me is just – you know what it shows? It shows time passing. And here's the reason why. I remember being, I mean, how long have I been in Jazz? Like 10 years? I remember being that young guy that won multiple championships running up and down the field, right? And then all of a sudden, you know, oh, this, oh, this guy's good. He's a good, good, good little quarterback. Oh, man, he's like, he's won a couple. Like, and then, and then I saw, like, you know, I saw the Ahmed of the world come in, and then, like, he was the new man, right? And then you see a guy like Mike Francisco. This guy's, 
you know, this guy is the new guy. And the funny thing is, and then like I have these moments where I, I see Dave Wilkie, who's I think he'd been in the Bud Bowl 15 years. No, this was his 33rd. <laughs> and, and literally he's in the parking lot and I'm like, Dave, I'm like, hell of a game, kid. I'm like, you know, you know, and he's like, I think uh I think this is it, my friend. I think I'm hanging it up. You know what the funny thing is? When when somebody like Dave Wilkie says I'm hanging it up, it's not like I'll take a couple years off and I'll get back. No. That's For it. life, he's done. Yeah, I he's are. never not so, gonna play again. So, so two I mean, things about it's, it's super sad. I mean, like, I I don't like endings. He came up yesterday in conversation because, um, someone said that they were having a conversation with him. I don't know if he listens to the podcast or not. So, Dave, you can fact check this yourself. But he made a comment that he doesn't do much during the year. But he trains for this event. Like this is the one thing he knows he's signed up for for life. Like, I can he loves. Con- I, I, I can confirm. I can confirm that he told me at alumni drinks before Hell Week last year. This is the one event that he exercises for and makes sure that he yeah, is he gets, ready to go. He gets ready to go. Respect. He'll be back. I think respect. none of you guys know that he he's like yeah he's like you know I was away you know he's like he's like but I had to take a uh, took a flight at midnight last night to kind of get in for this I'm like, mm. I'm like what you never know how much it means to somebody else but like he loves the butterball he loves it he loves it he partakes he hangs out before he hangs out after but like but then you see Todd Sofian who was you know like a couple years ago like one of the stars all of a sudden he goes down with a groin injury right he went down and, early and it then you see I, you tremendously hurt you, you see Ahmed go zero and two in the first two in, in the first two games and you're like what like dude this guy was like unstoppable like what like not that he's not still great he played but, great yesterday but you see aging you see time you see injuries he's getting a cortisone shot on his back before Butterball and then you see a guy like Todd Sofian like. I got a groin. I'm like, you're like, and then all of a sudden you see the shining new star, Mike Francisco, just up and down the field, running touchdowns, dangling the ball in Pie's face, and Pie is just like losing his mind. It's like, <laughs> oh man, I can't believe I missed that part. It's a new. There's like a there's a new era, boys. It's a new era. It is. It becomes generational. But that being said, like in everybody's mind, like they're giving it their all. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Like, like I, I thought, man. Dude, you reinvented yourself. By the way, I mean, speaking, talking. I mean, I think time refers for you. You had one of the best days I've ever seen you have. I had a good day yesterday, in my opinion. You know, I could always do better. I, I've taken three years off. So last year I was out for surgery. Um, two years ago I was out uh, because the Friday night was Scott Orr's fiftieth, right. and I knew it was going to be a big night. So I knew I wasn't playing. And the year before that, I didn't play because um, the previous year. Uh, as Graham Cows referred to multiple times over the last 10 days, um, I had quarterbacked a lot of the years in my Butterball days. Two championships, by the way. But it was that it was that Butterball where I threw seven interceptions in my first, <laughs> like, 20 plays. Dude, you were a great receiver. And, quarterback and, days and, are and, over. And I said, I can't play quarterback anymore, and I thought I was going to hang it up. But then I came back yesterday, just played receiver and defense, and I, I had so much fun. At one point, I did throw my gloves down. Uh, and I put him in the corner of the end zone after the last game. And I said, this is it. And then I picked him up. And I said, yeah. what am I doing? <laughs> I'm, I'm coming about back, back next year. I'm Come coming on, back. So, uh, you are- I, I, I will go on record uh, to the tens and tens of listeners and publicly <laughs> send my apologies <laughs> to Matt Rosen for giving him a hard time over the last few weeks. I, I was all over him about that year. That was my first year I played. Because I had to say, I think you had hernia surgery last year, right? Yeah. I had hernia surgery three years ago. And I didn't play. So my first year was that year. Wait, were you guys on the same team? Uh, no. When I the, the picks? Yeah. We were on the same team? We were team? on the same team. <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, obviously, I didn't why, even know who my receivers yes, were. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, who am I throwing the 
bolted. So that was like my first bottle. Oh, there's memory so many new dads. And I just like I gave I, every time I saw Rose, I gave him so much shit. My and, uh, first throw of that game, I threw a pick six. Yeah. Very and, first play of that game. But Dude. but you probably didn't hear me because Lasoro and Sakura were so damn loud on the microphones. Every time you made a play, I was cheering from the other field. Ah. I saw it. I saw you make plays. I saw the catches. And I was rooting for you, Rosie. Yeah, we had a good team. I, I, Steve Pye, I thought, played great. Um, How was his elbow? He was uh, he was saying he needed to get a cortisone shot as he, well. Uh, he stopped by my house on Thanksgiving morning. I gave him the Theragun. Mm-hmm. Uh, Pye? Yeah, I gave yeah. him the Theragun. He, he used it. Um, then when when Todd Safian pulled his groin yesterday, he borrowed it. So now I got to wash it before <laughs> yeah, I, I use it again. Say, probably going to throw that out. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, I mean, uh, losing Todd w- 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 was tough for us. We, we, we won our first game. Uh, we beat the white team. Um, then we then we went up against Justin and, and Team Francisco. And I'll tell you something about that team. They had a million weapons, and Francisco used all of them. I mean, yeah. they were unbelievable. Like it wasn't like and Justin had some great catches, but like not only against us, just watching the games. Like there was guys that like no, you know were sneaky good. Like I'll throw, I'll throw some names out there. Like Steve Spino, Steve Spino had a great day in the Butterball. Like I only saw one of his games, but you know every time he he's was there, always he's, been good. he's always been good. Classic. Like he played great. Uh, Glass was on the white team. Oh. Uh, Johnny Cavs, I saw him make a couple nice catches. Johnny File. Yeah. Uh, there was just, they, 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 they had a lot of uh, good players. So the blue team wiped us out. Wait, so Francisco picked that team because he was the captain? Yes. So. Did you help him? I, I helped him a little bit. And the funny part about it was it was a snake draft. And Francisco had third pick, Pi had fourth pick. So every time it would come back around in the snake draft, he and I, you know, we'd have our clipboard and we'd be like, okay, like one of these two. Wait, didn't you say you actually and, ranked guys? What's that? Didn't you say you had rankings? I mean, I kind of know who most of the guys are, so I had an idea. <laughs> you know, I've played sports with them before, so like I had an idea. Right. You got to have a but, list. You right, got to have like, everybody, everybody had a list. So coming back around, Pi would always snag one of the guys we wanted. <laughs> and we had to pivot multiple times. It worked out for us. Who do you got on the board? Yeah, they had a great team. And then uh, uh, finally we played the black team, which was Dave Allen's team. And they were 0-2. Uh, and we just we couldn't get our shit, uh, couldn't get our stuff together for uh, for that game. Like, uh, Allen, pa- Allen played great against us. Our defense just couldn't hold up. We, they were they, they kind of picked us apart, and our offense slowed down a little bit. You know, I think, um, I don't know, maybe it was the third game, but – they did a great job, and then they took us down. And then there was a little controversy. Um, well, you know that that was my team. That was my games. You know, Justin. They went three and zero in the, so they had nothing to worry about. And then the white team, uh, they beat the black team. So it turned out there was three teams that were all one and two, um, and only one team could go to the championship. Um, the red team wasn't part of the conversation. That was our team because we thought it was least amount of points scored, and we only scored a few, to, so we were out of it. Um, we thought it was least amount. It turned out it was most points scored. Um, so there was a little controversy between white and black. Um, Dave Allen, Mike Higgins, two captains, two chairmen, best friends. You know, did they um, come to blows? No, they didn't come to blows. In fact, Darn. They, they, that, that was one of the tiebreakers we offered. But they, yeah, they we wanted them. them to fight. People were instigating. Like um, couldn't get them to fight. Uh, but they agreed, uh, like gentlemen, first time in Butterball history, they went to a college playoff yeah. uh, overtime, black versus white, to see who advanced to the championship. A lot of so, yeah, there was the controversy was, and as co-sports chair, this was partially my fault. Uh, 
Totally your fault. 100%. Well, I said co-sports chair, so partially my fault. Genteel. Richie Genteel, but no, this was on me. Um, so it wasn't communicated clearly whether it, the tiebreaker was total points scored or point differential. So uh, Dave Allen and the black team thought it was point differential. They took their foot off the gas in their game because they had it sealed with the win that they would win on point differential. We were playing Higgins' team in kind of a shootout for a while until we pulled away. But they scored a good amount of points in that game. And then it came down to, okay, well, one thought it was one, one thought it was the other. And I, my, what I had said was I could kind of just drop the hammer and say, okay, everyone got the email with the rules. If you chose not to read them, that's not my fault. But you did say that. They oh, were sent. Done, they done, were sent. Done. But, but, but. But he didn't do that because uh, he, he was too scared. No, no, no. We want, it, we want it to be fair. Meow. because. Because the ref, the ref, one of the, the other thing I said, we could say, okay, you guys already played head to head. We know who won that. But again, that's not part of the tiebreaker. That's not the tiebreaker. I would have thought that would have been a tiebreaker. So then I said, we could just play one 15 and a half. And then Dave Allen said something that sparked the college overtime was he said, well, one of us has to kind of get like last licks. Right. And that was, I was like, then we'll do it that way. Start the ball here. Four downs, untimed. Coin flip, choose offense, defense, direction, whatever. This happened? That's what we so did. So it happened, and black team uh, got the ball first. Whoa, they, whoa, whoa, I thought it was all points. This no, no, no. So, so it went to the college overtime. Um, this so, is so, 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 yeah, yeah. So all the right, black, so that's as fair as it gets. Yeah, yeah. So, but we're going to have to rewrite the rules. But anyway, so the black team gets the ball first. They drove, they, it was from like the 15 or 20 yard line. Is that far? They, uh, I, I immediate, 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 I think it was on the first play, maybe the second, uh, Dave Allen to Ahmed, touchdown, converts. Converts the two-point conversion. Yeah. Now the white team gets the ball. Uh-uh. White team, I think they, they were struggling second down, third down. But on fourth down, they finally get it into the end zone. Convert to force a double overtime. And just like in college, the white team now gets the ball first because they scored last. White team, unfortunately, unable to convert. On a fourth down pass, uh, Higgins to Robles. Uh, corner of the end zone almost looked like the same throw you saw in the Iron Bowl yesterday between Alabama yeah. and Ar- Auburn. Great, yeah. Um, and Robles was able to get his fingertips on it. Just uh, defense made a great play, and just the ball came down and it hit the ground. No catch. Black team comes back. Who scores? Scores for the win. Um, I forget who put it. I forgot who put in the the, the winning overtime score. But uh, yeah, black team made, makes it to the championship. Uh, G. Merrill hates this conversation because he wasn't there, so he feels like he can't comment. Who had the best caps? He's being, he's being, you know, quieter than he is normally. But <laughs> I, before we end this conversation, I have because I think people like to hear the names. I would like to create because I saw a lot of this an all-star but a bowl team. So I'm gonna go. Oh, no. I'm gonna say. I'm gonna say. Starting quarterback for the all-star but a bowl team this season is. Francisco. Francisco. Francisco, right? Un, uh, undoubtable. Okay. Has to be. So, a couple things. Starting tight end for the Buttable five times. Chris Aleppa? Yeah. Aleppa played really well. Nice. Start, so, would you give him the starting tight end nod for the All-Star team? I mean, there's no real tight end role, but I was going to say. But, like... for, but for Chris played exclusively quarterback last year, if I'm not mistaken. And yeah. I think that... That was kind of what he wanted to do, but Dave, Dave was the quarterback. He stepped up, and every time I turned around, Aleppo was catching another ball. He did really well. Starting running back for the Butterball 2023 All-Star team, Gentile. 
Definitely. He's, he's fast. Yeah, so you have Gentiles as the running back. You got Aleppa as the tight end. You got Francisco as the quarterback. Now I'm going to choose three. No, I'll do four receivers. Yours truly, I got to give one of them to Graham Cow. Would you give that to him? Nah, maybe. Number there. <laughs> In no particular order, I'd you have to throw Ahmed as 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 top. Okay. I mean, think about this. Think about this Butterball team. The guys I'm mentioning right now. Number three, even though he got hurt halfway through, he made some insane catches in the end zone over guys, like soccer-style catches, Robles, number three. I don't have a fourth spot. Anybody else? Uh, uh, you got to give that to Dean. Oh, oh yeah. Salapis had a great, had a so, great day. So great, Dean great would day. be like your um, Edelman. Like He's like an Edelman West Welker. Dean, from what I can remember, he had one of Francisco's deep balls on just a go route. He had... Uh, Corner route, touchdown in the championship game, <clears throat> and then had one he snagged with one hand in the back of the end zone, got his right foot down before he came oh, down. Man. And kudos to uh, the official that was there. I believe it was Sweeney that saw the whole thing and would gave you, it to him right would away. You say no Sweeney is the All Star referee. <laughs> I mean Maxwell. Uh, Maxwell. Max, I think Maxwell gets it right. Yeah, but listen, I I, I do want to say big thank you to those guys. It was Maxwell, Sweeney, Neil Friedman, and uh, Meltzer. And they stepped up to yeah, help those out. Guys are dudes. They were great, yeah, and honestly, yeah. we, you can't do it without them. And and uh, all and four. It was, of it's and it's not an easy job. task. You got a bunch no. of really competitive guys who are going to argue calls when it goes against them. And those guys did not take anything from anyone and and held on. So people are hanging on my words here because they want to hear about the defensive side of the ball at who's my four all star defensemen. I have a guy for a linebacker. I'm going to say it, Everett. That guy was an unbelievable linebacker. No? Red team? Anybody? Ever Peroni played great. Played great. <laughs> uh, Amazing. Uh, he had, he, I he, have he, no he was, idea. He, he did a great job. <laughs> no, no, seriously, he did a great job on my team. Uh, give, me your, uh, uh, give me your best defensive back. Uh, you know who played? We, had, we Honestly, our, our defense played really well. Even against the blue team, like I thought, like we played well. Like Francisco just found found the open guy, but I thought we played. We, we we kind of let up a little bit against the black team. Like I don't know what happened. Like Alan picked us apart, but um, I thought uh, uh, Nate Nathan Lie Nate Lie yeah he uh, he played great defense for us. We kind of we we kept him in the middle, and um, you know he did some blitzing, pulled some flags, especially against the white team in our first game. Multiple sacks on Higgins. Um, so I thought he played really well. Um. For, for us, I want to give Hector was a good D back. Hector Hector made a play on me, <laughs> right on a, on a deep pass that like pie through perfect, and I thought I definitely like definitely scoring on the dime. And literally, as the ball is going to my hands, Hector just literally <laughs> swatted the ball <laughs> in the air. He made a great. And play I'm giving Higgins my free safety nod just because he threw some guy. I think he threw Olympus down. Did you see that? <laughs> I, that he, one Olympus I didn't lowered his shoulder and he just threw him down. I'm like hell yeah. If anything, Higgins was the most vocal on defense. <laughs> oh yeah. Higgins and Allen are hardcore competitors. There was definitely one, and I, uh, it, because it was my team, I want to at least give the shout out Fasano. Oh yeah, Fasano was our safety and did an amazing job. I mean, grad dad. So there's another one that is, <laughs> just comes back for the oh, competition. Was great. He did great, and uh, you know, and he kind of put the defense together too. So he kind of took the reins there. And uh, new dad, new dad Mel. New dad Don't remember Mel his last it? name. Was he a blitzer? No, played uh, played corner uh, up near the line of scrimmage for us. I had like five pass breakups, and I think he might have had an interception. Oh crap! Yeah, but New Dad Mel, I met him at New Dad's night. 
we picked him up in the draft, and he played <laughs> great. Got him off waivers. Yeah, you better keep, that- keep that name quiet for next year's draft. You got to keep it quiet. God deserves credit. Try to give it to him. Any okay, na- nobody listens to this, so don't worry. <laughs> yeah, about it. any names I forgot. Complete apologies. There was so many good players. It was actually a very good year for Butterball, and there, I'm sure I know there was names I'm going to think about tomorrow. That there, I'm like, there was 48 guys, which is a lot of players. Yeah. Four teams, 12 men each. We haven't had that type, those type of numbers in years, from what I understand. Um, there was even talks if we had the same amount of people sign up next year, we could go to five teams. Five teams. Uh, five teams, uh, five teams is an awkward number. Uh, there's a formula. Uh, someone someone mm-hmm. invented it. There's a formula. Dude, can you imagine how stiff you're going to get if you sit out for a full game? So? That's what she oh, said. I'm saying I'm not going to sit out for full game. <laughs> right, that's not, that's objects in motion need to stay in motion, yeah, and that is what the butterball is. If I stop, it's game over. The second you yeah, stop, everyone's yeah. just going to leave. That's dude, it. As soon as that game ended, ended uh, like the, the day was over, I'm like, I can't. I'm like, dude, you just you just ran like a forty, like a legit forty yard dash. Now you can't walk, but as soon as you start slowing down, it's like it's brutal. You know who's another guy that we we bring up his name a lot, uh, but always plays well, but is always a. Butterball guy, like you'll never not see him on the field. John Atlas. Yes, absolutely. Oh my God, I can't believe I Always, yes. always right. a great. He's, but he's my yeah. second team tight end. He's my second. <laughs> yeah. I can't believe um, Atlas. Atlas was always after. after you said in something. between, in between overtime and the championship game, I took a look and like the black team was getting ready to go on field, and I just looked over and I see Atlas fully spread on his back doing some weird stretching <laughs> that I've never even seen before, and I knew he must be saying to himself, "I, got, I just, I just need to get by for the next forty How minutes." How did I not? I got forty I minutes left. I talked about today. him all day yesterday. Yeah, no, he he uh, he had a great. That's day a perfect today. example. He really I, well. Oh my god! I'm see. I feel bad, John. You were the man, and his hair was perfect. He was the only guy that didn't wear a hat. Listen, he's he's perfect. Best hair, best teeth on the field. <laughs> Dude, he has the fountain of youth. All right, we're officially putting a bow on Butterball. That's all we got to say about it. any final comments on Butterball. Did anybody wear eye black? I thought I saw a little. Now the expectation is I'd be that guy. I yeah, didn't I was do it. No, the one thing I will say it. As far as signups go, to Matt's point, easy. All the other events that Rich and I have done this year, we've kind of had to set up multiple reminders and get people like, hey, we kind of need some more bodies to make this event happen. Mm-hmm. was not an issue with Butterball, so kudos to everybody for wanting to be a part of it. Uh, as always, just because of this podcast, got to give a shout-out to Petrusa. He kind of laid it out for me last year and helped me uh, in my first year as sports chair. Uh, kind of gave me the formula on how to get everything done. So without Jeff, I would be completely lost. So that was helpful. I had sports chair for one year. It was the best. It's the most fun. Did year. they give you an assistant sports chair? They did. <laughs> <laughs> who were you sports chair with? Uh, Greeny gave it to me. I don't know. Who's who your was counterpart? I don't know. I forgot. Wow. I mean, it was, it was a quick year. Good friend. Yeah. <laughs> it was unbelievable. It was. It's so fun. So the, the event, the event overall, I thought went well. I thought it was great. Are the rumors and true, Justin? What? I'm sorry. I heard a rumor there may be Butterball too. This spring, I heard it's being talked about. It can't. Uh, if I feel like I do right now, that's not happening. <laughs> yeah, you need like four months of recovery for that. Yeah, that's unbelievable. They are one of those big Halloween bowls full of Advil, and people are just taking <laughs> after the game. That's it. All right, we're officially wrapping Butter Bowl. We got. We're gonna power drive this podcast right now. Power we drive. Are, we are unpacking. We are unpacking. Uh, pitch night, the pitches. Let's talk about what should be in, what should not be in. Let's go over that night, and then we are going again? to. Is that bad? We no, I want to do it again. Yeah, let's do it. No, again. Justin's here. So I want to hear. I want to hear. Oh, you want to hear oh, Justin's thoughts yeah, yeah. on it? Okay, okay. All right, so let's go rapid fire Justin questions about pitch night. Some of the skits. Okay, ready. Keep in mind, I was talking to Phil Carroll for half of the night. 
God damn it. Yeah. Stop <laughs> using an excuse. Yeah. What skit did you think that should have gotten in that didn't get in? I, I forget the specific skit, and, but I know that there was a couple ideas that went out there. Good ideas, but there was questions about the delivery. And I, I don't know if you guys have mentioned this earlier, Pitch Night has become almost like a mini... Speaking of delivery, let's talk about your delivery at Pitch Night. Ah! (laughs) Does anybody remember how he mocked the three of us? Yeah. Well, specifically me as well. Bro, just because I sound more like you than you do. (laughs) That was it. Listen, imitation is the greatest form of flattery. That was That felt great. That felt great. There were some funny ones that you guys threw out there. I got to give a nod to... Uh, Gelator on that one. They wrote half, if not most, of those jokes. Uh, <laughs> do you just ride their coattails? Oh my god! god. Where would oh you be without god. those guys? Didn't they do Bruno? Can we uh, Friedman <laughs> Graham Cow? Can we call him Fram Cow? Is there like is there a good name for them? Fried Cow. Fried Cow. You guys also just say my name wrong, but that's fine. Fred Cow. It's it. Graham Co. I've said that to you guys a thousand times. Nobody listens. <laughs> it's, not, it's like the company. Hold on a second. It's, a it's not cow? No. no. Never but has been. Does everybody call you Graham Cow? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I never would have thought anything but the cow. Any no. of our listeners, if anybody stops calling him Graham Cow, I'm going to be very upset. Let's keep that going. Well, most people finally caught on to the just Graham. So well, dude, works. I'm like Daniel LaRusso. Like Anthony, it's like LaRusso. Hey, LaRusso. I always got that. I've never forever. called you. No, I never heard that actual one. Name. Really? Really? No. Thank you, pal. The only time I butchered Brian's name was in the skit because I had to, because you do it. It's like Cinderella, but Jamarella. I like how we used to put your cell phone number in all of our skits. There's a problem. Call Justin. Friedman, I believe, has said that he wants that to be a running tradition. That's got to be a tradition. Got to keep it in there somehow this year. Yeah, we found a way three years to get it in the skits somehow. So the first year... Now that now that's what I call music COVID yeah. edition. Yes, he had the old school um, buy it with the blue yeah, screen, with the blue the screen, like buy it now. The old commercials like buy it now, cash or money order. And, yeah, my number I put, was my, on I put it. his number <laughs> in it. Uh, for Bruno, we did like the pizza menu. I think it was in the book. It was in the book, and my yeah. num- my number was listed. The call for the pizza place. <laughs> this is great. And yeah, then like- last year, uh, it was on the missing sign for Sean. <laughs> that's right. Was, I held it up at the at the show. It was my number that was on there. <laughs> this is like, um, remember back in the day, like when Heavy Metal out albums, if you played them backwards, you could hear like all weird stuff. Like weird stuff. Mm. Like there's clues within their skit Wizard right of Oz now. or something like that. Yeah. Wow. There you go. Yeah, all so right. I, so I don't know how we're going to work this year, but. Knows what skit. We'll find a way. Did you answer that? What skit? Uh, we are History of Nintendo. Oh, no, no. What skit did you feel like should have gotten <laughs> Oh, sorry. Uh, I forget the specific pitch of the skit. There was one where the idea was great and it was escaping me, but the delivery was questionable. And that's where everyone kind of thought you should have just pushed it through and helped whoever it was. It was new, I think it was a new guy. We're finding um, out the delivery is way more important than so, everyone. So thinks. back in the day, it used to be you got up on up there and maybe you got into your costume, maybe you dressed up a little bit, and you kind of just said, "This is my skit. This is what we're going to do." I mean, even like when me and Reagan did the showman, like we just talked about it and had a picture of like the greatest showman movie poster. Like now, it doesn't matter how great of a skit it is. If your delivery and your pitch isn't there, you're not guaranteed to get oh. in anymore. It's 
Listen, there's too many crews. There's, there's, too, there's too many crews. Too many crews and too much that. competition. There's so a lot of escalation in dad. On all parts of Dad's Night has escalated. Yes. yes. Skits, butterball, YouTube, bitches, I bl- YouTube, all I blame Sakura, but so, it's just me. So my point is, if you have two skits, right? It's just like in let's let's go back to sports, right? If you have two guys that are basically at the same level battling for one position, the kid who just Works a little harder, shows a little bit more enthusiasm, picks picks up the balls, you know, and puts them in the bucket. You know, who goes a little bit extra, he's gonna get the spot. And when there's two skits, equal equal in in merit, merit, we'll call it merit, we'll call it merit but one's pitch is much higher than the others. Pitch perfect. The pitch is getting you in. Yeah. It's all about the pitches. Well, you got to sell yourself. I mean, that's what it is. You got to get everybody interested and excited about it, right? If you're just going up there, oh, here's my skit. And I so like, let's rewind a few years, right? I feel like I remember when stuff started to start escalating. Was got people like Guy Doman, Ridgewood, like all stuff like that. Lasoro over. I mean, like when you went up there and did the hangover pitch, the hangover skit. Was it when, oh, when yeah. you were dressed up as a you know a one man wolf pack or something? Was that part of the, <laughs> yeah, 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 dude? Yeah. All those things. That's where it all started. Happening. Summer vets would have never gotten in. <laughs> if right now, oh, never should have been in. My first, but, you my, know, my first, people felt bad. My first pitch night was Rosen's chair year, COVID year. Yes, uh, and Losaro came in on the roller skates for roller nights and almost uh, ate it uh, coming yes. down the driveway yeah, on yeah. purpose. Yeah. Saved, on purpose, saved himself big time. But yeah. do you guys ever do you remember my pitch? Um, uh, Braveheart, Braveheart. Yeah, that was one of my favorites. Oh, what was that for? History I have no rock. idea. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's, 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 but that's what, what I mean. His stuff yeah. never had anything to do with the skits. That's why them making fun of us for the podcast was a great intro. To yeah, it was that new skit. You just went up there and just throw the but cards need, out. It was great. You need a good. Pitch. You need to entertain people. If right. you can entertain me a pitch night, you can entertain me on stage. I think 100%. that's again. Yeah. That's you're showing that right. If you're just going up there and talking. You're going to have a skit full of dialogue. That's yeah. what you're going to get. But that's so. where you want some of these ones that didn't get in, you want them to sharpen it up. They can come back with the same exact idea next year if it was a good idea. Yeah. Like Tom Enter- Dads? And entertain. Yeah. <laughs> but No, but entertain. Too soon. But what's too? But why not? And this year, I mean, rumor had it that there weren't a lot of pitches. And then all of a sudden, what do we have? Like 28, 28 the night pitches, of? I it was nuts. I re-listened to the podcast. The podcast before pitch night, we're like, we only have 10 pitches. This is ridiculous. And next thing you know, everyone's talking about how many pitches we have. So two people, in the morning. And that's not including counting getting serenaded by a new dad singing Backstreet Boys. That was amazing. Which was yeah, great. there was a couple... Um, nothing, nothing like a good boy band jam to get the, the crowd going. of that person? Yeah, I've got it somewhere. No. Was he at Butterball? He was at New Dad's Night. He was? Yeah. You weren't. Dude, could he be Geo? Could he be the guy that like is awesome for one day and then never to be seen again? Cuban Johnny. Cuban Johnny. That's wow. it. He has one night of glory, and then that's it. He better come back. Listen, this guy. it takes guts to go up in front of our group of people and sing yeah. a boy band song. Oh yeah. I mean, there's had to be what 120 guys there. Does, do people know? Nobody. Did, yeah. How many guys could he have possibly known if he was new? Does he Four know he's enough? He's he he some, but still, like that's he that's was, guts. He but he had talent. Yeah. Right, and that's not something you see ever, like. There's guys who are really funny. There's a there are guys who are great at videos and, and audio and everything, yeah. all that other stuff. And but to have actual raw talent, yeah, talent. very few. No, I have no discernible talent whatsoever. Mark my words. None. Mark my words. It'll be very soon. Where you'll hear that guy singing on stage in a dad's night skit Love at it. some point. It's not it. this year, next year. He will be on stage singing. You gotta oh, absolutely. Him. Absolutely. You gotta insert him some way. Yeah. yeah. No, he was good. Uh did you like the little fellow skit? Uh, I actually just watched the second teaser not 
too long ago, a couple hours ago, and I enjoyed it thoroughly. Three actors in The Little Fellow Caesar. Who was the best one? Four. Oh, four. I'm sorry. In your mind, who it was out? it was it was Safian Higgins, McCormick, and Petruza. Yes. Uh, I I walked in as you were recording, hearing about the, uh, the, the tracksuits, and uh, Jeff in a tracksuit is just yes, everything about it, yes. Very so I thought so. I thought Sophie was. I thought for some yes. reason I thought he was really yeah. good. In I, he's, I thought he, he did. between that and again I keep saying it again, but him being Spider at the pitch night at pitch <laughs> night. But I thought you said dude, every time I hear him say just, Todd's yeah. Spider talk. Todd did a great job. He's amazing. Get, I think uh, waking up to the empty twelve pack of Blue Moon. I got to give Higgins a shout out. The, the yell was great. Yeah, like yeah. there was some passion in the yell. Yeah. I'll give it to him. I was wondering where that but, was going to go. I'm like, oh, are we doing horse head? What but are we doing I thought they were going horse head too. Yeah. But I was, I, I got to say, like, Jeff's kind of natural bad guy tracksuit. It's so good. Very, it like, good. just very kind of, hey, tell him I accept. It was very, I was like, <laughs> dude, that's terrifying. <laughs> as much as this podcast builds up Rechusa, he is special. He is special. He's a I, funny dude. He's a funny dude. I enjoyed, I enjoyed the teaser. He missed the butterball yesterday. He was sending texts. I'm on like 30 text threads with him. Like the good fellows or the little fellows text thread. The back to BF text thread. This time, Petrusa just needed updates. He was just looking for butterball updates. What? It, why was he there? Uh, he was in Delaware celebrating Thanksgiving. Oh, okay. That's fair. Yeah, very fair. Yeah. You know, it's kind of strange. So I am looking at a poster for Dad's Night 78 when you were chairman, correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Now, I am reading some of the people who wrote nice messages to you. Yep. And if you look at Steve Reagan's at the bottom of his yep. text message, a uh, message that he wrote on the board here, he wrote, forget about it. Is that a sign of things to come? That- well, you know, we, that's where, you know, we were on stage. One of our interstitials was, let's forget about it. And everybody on Littlefellas text message is like, oh, we got to do that. It's from Donnie Brasco. Let's forget about so it. So was that the start of Littlefellas? Not really, because it was... No, I mean, we've, we've kind of been around for a while. That yeah. was the interstitial leading into Bruno, wasn't it? Yeah. 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 Come on. We'll go, let's go get a slice of pizza at Bruno's. We'll talk about it. Forget, Forget about, about it. it. Now you got it. <laughs> so if you, uh, if they win, is the sh- if Littlefellas wins skin of the year, is the best actors the smallest people in Dazzling? Can I actually turn this around on you? Mm-hmm. Are we... Are we changing the voting methodology that was discussed prior oh, dude, we to the daddies? That is, that, is, that is another hour podcast in yeah, itself. That's another conversation. I'm just saying. I mean, animal. you're asking about if they're going to win. Well, what's the criteria? Oh. Who's voting? That matters. Listen, that's another dude, conversation. That, that was weird. Question I, one, did it have singing and dancing? Question two, did it have Petruza singing and dancing? <laughs> there was a lot of controversy that me and Anthony took with yeah. the daddies last year with the voting. But we always thought it was done right. But... Again, another escalation type thing. Right. You the guys past, dangle a carrot out there and then are like, uh, well, why is Dad's night escalating? In, in, the, in, in the past, it was like, oh, we did the daddies. And everybody loved the daddies and people were laughing about the daddies. Last year, it was like, I didn't get a daddy. I know. Who's your daddy? Or the, yeah, I'm not exactly. a daddy. Or the best was like when we were talking about the votes, like I would get random emails like, hey, just my two cents is uh, <laughs> yeah. I think we should bring back old guys and they should vote on the show. Like, I mean, I was getting all these like ideas. I mean, like people were people adamant were about really it. serious. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, you know what? Since you brought it up. Where's all the no, 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 no. What is your what is your way to vote for a daddy? I, I think somebody had brought up uh, having 
one writer from each skit cast a vote. Can't vote for yourself. Mm, that's interesting. It's not bad. It's not, it's not bad. It's not. At least the winner's chosen by their peers then. Yeah, like it makes it a little more democratic in it, that way. And It puts too much, like, okay, the only, the reason why that came up is because, because I'm the host of the Daddies, I had to ask the directors. And the directors, I got, a, I probably heard too much in them deliberating on who should win. And there was, there was the week before, there's political, there's, but if this guy wins, this guy's like, so all of a sudden you start seeing what goes through their mind. And I'm like, all right, this is not how, this is not, it's not a perfect system. Put it that way. It's not a perfect no, system. No, it's definitely not. But. So to your point, you're, you're voting like that would be pretty, because, because honestly, so say I, I'm, I'm running a skit this year with Craig and Octavio McClellan, right? I mean, if one of us have one vote, we are going to watch all during Hell Week. We're going to watch all the different skits. I'm going to give you what I think is the – I'm not going to be like, oh, Rose is my boy. I'm going to vote for your skit. I'm going to give you what I think my funniest right. skit is. I'm going to be honest. Like, no, as, as you should. Like, I'll, I'll be the first to tell you. I thought Pitch Perfect was underrated last year. Hey, I, I, hey, loved, it. I loved it. I thought yeah. it was hilarious. Unwritten rule. We never win. I can't. Yeah. I can't hear. I can't hear some of those songs without like seeing Higgins in the wig singing along. Oh, no, I'm like, no. I can't hear that song again without seeing him. Uh, it was last year was a good show. It was a great as a show. Total. But I, I, that's actually not a bad. What he just said was being voted upon by your peers. Yes. Not, yeah. Not, no. Again. Weird. Again. Not a bad. Idea. And ultimately, and that, and that's ultimately, everybody does that, and then it comes into, you know, you guys, and you just put whatever name you want on the envelope, and that's the end. Well, of no, it. and the director, the, the <laughs> but dr- everybody thinks it's fine. Well, you get, you get, you get, you get ten votes if there's ten skits, and then the directors get the two, so it's twelve yeah. total votes, and then you add them, you add them up, and you go from there, and that's like. You guys don't get your give, own votes. I was gonna say then. What no, do you, oh, no, we just them? announced the winners. Oh, okay. Yeah, don't get their own votes. No, oh, okay. I mean some of the awards. Stu gets the Stu gets the some uh, of, oh, tiebreaker vote. No, 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 no. Stu gets the tiebreaker vote. Some, some, some awards we have a say in, like the Stewie and like yeah, things yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I hear a knock at the door. Oh no! Do we have another guest? We are might we, have a surprise guest are, walking are we in. Are we like hour? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. We're wrapping up in fifteen, but it's always time for. Hey, listen, there's always time for a slice of pie. <laughs> oh, hey, what's up, guys? How you doing? How are you? Here is Mr. Stephen Pie. Brian, how are you? Wonderful. Never better, Stephen. Stephen and I had a bit of a, 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 a tiff the other day. A neighborhood tiff? A little neighborhood You would say tiff. it's the other day. It was yesterday. It was yesterday. What happened? I don't know. I found out that he lost a butter bowl, so I told him to, that he was a loser. And <laughs> you can't mess with him. He, he, he's he one of the intense. most competitive men I know. All, Absolutely. All, all I wanted to do was bring home a championship for pie. No, pie's crazy. Pie's crazy. <laughs> so you gave him crap about not winning the ball? Of balls. course. <laughs> and of course, I call him a pussy because at least I go out there. Oh, and there's kids who listen. Oh, there's not a lot of kids. You call him a puss? Why? At least I go out and play. I'm sorry. I was coaching ice hockey at the time. What do you want me to do? The last ten years. Yeah. <laughs> the best thing. The best thing hockey. was friends in their game. Friends, and they they, they had a great first game. You won the first game. We, had, we were raw in the first game, yeah. They were looking good. Pi was throwing great ball. Pi, Pi throws a great ball. It really does. And then Francisco intercepted him. No, it was a two-point conversion. It meant nothing. Intercepted yes, him. But he ran the, the length game. of the field. I know. And he's fast, and he's like, you know, six foot four or whatever, and he'd like high step in the sidelines, and Pi chased him, couldn't get to him. 
And I was there with my freaking my my mic and like talking smack. And I'm like, wow, how do you take that? He's like, I hate that guy. <laughs> <laughs> He's so pissed. He loves Francisco, but he was like, God. No, no, God. no. I told him later on I hated him. Yeah. I thought he was a jerk. See? <laughs> I'm telling you. I love the competition. He's very abrasive. <laughs> I love the competition. Nah, he's great. He's great. He did, that, he did, he did a great job yesterday. That, that was a game changer. Even though it was only a two-point conversion, the, the next touchdown then put him up two scores, and we just never. Well, there, there was, he got no points for that. No. So he no, was showboating for nothing. For nothing, but we lost right. the two points. Yeah. So yeah. we were just talking about the Daddy Awards, by the way. Mm-hmm. Right? How did it feel to not get a Daddy Award last year? And is you and more importantly, or any year for that matter, um, more importantly, how important is it that you how get a Daddy time, Award? How many times are you gonna say the word important? Importantly, <laughs> yeah. How 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 is it that? Oh my God! How, somebody, how, how is the, the other best guys skit, ask the question? How is the best skit award driving you to do this Taylor Swift? So to answer that, well, number one, I want you to know that I've actually won two daddios. Yes, he did. I won best freak out with Jeff Cregan. Yeah, oh, that's true. That was a good one. The and innovation award last year yes, yeah, uh, the, with the Jeff winch. Cregan and, your, and yourself. Mm. Um, I don't I'll remember be, you on the ladder, but okay, keep going. <laughs> well, I was on. The, I was hanging from the thing. It, oh, yeah, it, that's right. out in the air. Um, so I, to be honest with you, it's not really driving me at all. I, you know, last year after um, Elton John, a lot of people came up to me and said. It was your favorite skit. Um, and that's all you really that's want. That's all I care about. That's, that's all you care want. about. Maybe I, we need I, a People's I, Choice Award. Whenever, yeah, whenever, whenever, when everyone's quiet, when everyone's like, oh, like, oh, it was good, then you then that's that hurts. <laughs> right. yeah. That hurts. Yeah. It was good. But sometimes like five sincere compliments, <laughs> that's what yeah, you need. I, it's a listen, good show. Yeah. I had uh, Especially when a kid comes up to you and like, that was the best. No, yeah. it's and it's, um, I had some former dads like guys I heard to the grapevine said like that was their favorite skit. And you know, uh, with Taylor Swift. Hey, I, all all I want to do is put it's on a, a great show. It's a goddamn home run. If it if it it's wins, your, it, 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 you, if it wins an award, it wins an award. If it doesn't, as long as the audience loves it, that's listen, all I care about. Listen, right? it's yours to mess up. The topic is too good. It's too current. Exactly. It's yeah. too current. Like her song. Maybe is the most great. current of any skit ever. Yes. So, Besides the Greatest Showman. So if you don't. That was a good skit. That was. And perfect I was so timing. happy to be a part of that. And I was so glad you were a part of it. It was amazing. <laughs> Here's the issue: if Pi doesn't win. It's on him. So 100%. I was okay, I'll take, and I'll take that. I'll I take think that it's on his my shoulders. It's his to lose. I'll take that on my shoulders. The best and... thing is, he told me he has more innovations this year, which I'm actually more excited. Which about I'm very excited about. So, so Carol thinks right now, Littlefellas is the favorite based on Mark Watchville's talk earlier today. Well, you said your early on favorite is Mita Cletus. I'm gonna. Be, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm going pie. I'm going pie. I'm gonna be right. I'm telling you, I have like weird premonitions. With well, stuff. yeah, you give the award, you make it. No, 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 no. no I'm going. I'm gonna go. No, no, no. Is it, I'm is it, go I don't pie. know, guys. I think it's gonna be this. No, no. Isn't, isn't that from the directors? Don't the directors decide that? Or we no? just, we, I mean, we were just talking about I mean, the, the that. Whole, How is it decided? The escalation that's all going on because well, of it. Graham Cow, Graham Cow, not Co. Graham Co. It's Graham Cow, Co. like cow, a, like a cow, like his, like the the business, Graham Co. Yeah. So he was saying. And this, and tell me what you think about this, because because mm-hmm. that was a whole last year controversy on how it should be decided. Every skit director submits their vote for best skit besides their besides their own. I and like that. I, I think I think that's a great. I, I, I think, think that's a great. Idea. Yeah, I think that's great. I think I was talking to Brian last year, and I said I think you should get any uh, former chairman. I know we, but then that got like so. And have them come on Thursday night and watch, like you know, even Friday night, whatever. Yeah, you yeah. gotta do Friday. Oh, it's fun. Friday it, night. It's, it's gotta, gotta be a live. 
It's got to be live because you know yeah. the energy is yeah, completely you're right. different. You're right. You're right. Like even Sweeney skit with the pipes and everything, like the Blue Man Group, whatever yeah, the hell yeah, they yeah. did, that was way better live with everybody around than it was at any point during Hell Week. Hey, so who do you think it's going to be? Uh, Minas Cletus. Okay. I, all I want to say is the, bringing me back to the Bruno skit and having the entire audience singing along to what was then one of the biggest songs for the kids. Taylor Swift. I mean, if it's the same Elton John formula, and it's going to go bananas. Bangers, that place might burn to the ground. That's what I'm saying. It's his to lose, man. I mean, he's like the he's like Little Fellows has a lot of digging because they have so much dialogue. This is this is in premise. I already told Petruza the worst thing that happened was that your skit got chosen because honestly we could run this little fellas thing like a YouTube channel and it would be, <laughs> be perfect. perfect. Now we got to do something for kids and wives. <laughs> right, makes no, no sense. No, that's <laughs> the hard part. Should be a video skit. Should be a video. Like, should be a video series. Look Ooh. how good it was. An anthology. He the first time like taking things to the next level. Little fellas, the Dad's Night anthology, Absolutely. and it just continues. And there's like there's new made little guys fellas every year. Part one, the little only part way, two, and the worst little fellas part three. <laughs> and I and I and I, I I I mean I I mean little fellas three and a half. Should I be controversy? Do I have to? Do I have to have like a, a Neil Friedman deliver my trophy? And the, the I, I want to be controversial here. I will say this. I will say this. I loved back to BF. But my point is, Sakura and everything that he did willed that to victory, right? The comic book, all of like the pre-pens, the, 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 the Dad Lorian. Yeah, the Dad Lorian, like, you know, Dad Lorian, like, all of that stuff combined gets skit of the year. I'm saying, and, and the actual state, and then, and all the work he did on stage and the video and the double screen, all that stuff got him there. But my point to you is if Little Fellas, Little Fellas has to take them out of his playbook. And do all these little like sub skits and build it up the hype so much to get him there. I if that makes sense. They all move into a little house for like a week. Little fellas on the prairie. We'll do yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> I, I texted Jeff not too long ago. I felt he shaded uh, T. F. T. T. Swift on his latest video. He said something about Todd said there's been trouble with Taylor Swift. So I texted Jeff. I take that as a sign of disrespect. <laughs> and I said I am going to ensure that my skit dominates yours and not even your wife or your kid will like your skit better than my skit. <laughs> wow. And Dude, pie with, is out. I, pie I is with crazy. A, I ended with a watch your back. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Apparently, I'm intimidated by Petrusa too, according to the teaser. I'm like, where did that come from? Uh, pie, what'd you think of the Butterball? How? Listen, I, other than the show, Butterball is my favorite dad's night thing ever. I, I absolutely love Butterball. Uh, this was my sixth time in it. I uh, love it. I wish we won it. Uh, I'm still chasing that championship. I will not stop playing in the Butterball until I win it. This jerk office won two in a row. <laughs> but um, but no, I actually I, I love it. I can't wait till next year. So here's my thing, guys, and this is this is why I'm gonna I'm gonna go on record as saying guys are better than girls. And here's why I'm saying guys well, yeah, are better duh. than girls. Because do you see all these competitive moments that? are real for like those 10 minutes and then guys let it go. So like we could like, you know, Pi could hate Francisco yesterday and then like love him tomorrow and like and have beers and laugh. Hate Petrusa today. Yeah, right? And like all this stuff. And no, like, the Petrusa thing is going to carry on until the show. Yes. <laughs> yeah. Right. 
<laughs> he has a heated rivalry. But that's fine. Wait, wait, how, how's got a heated you? rivalry with Cregan. There's a lot of pie animosity. But, but right? Cregan like, is literally my favorite dad's like guy ever. I, but I, that's I, what I'm I, saying. I they can yeah. have like absolute fights, but women have fights, and it just it is it is it is talked about for it's years and years. Guys are better for the wrong reasons. Yeah. Guys are like, look, same thing. We, if you have a real beef with someone, you punch each other, and then you go have a beer it's at the bar. It's over. It's done. It's so much nicer. On. Girls, yeah. don't you? I mean, for like our three girl podcast, women podcast listeners, I mean, just get it over with. Yeah, really. Like a good hair pull, like jello wrestling. Do a jello wrestle, mud wrestle. Yeah. And then call we'll vote on the winner. Yes. All the fans and there you go. That's where is it. this going right I don't now? Know. <laughs> but I, it's going to the edit room. That's where it's going. <laughs> oh man, oh man, oh man. Uh, uh, any any uh I mean, do we break do we break it down for final, final thoughts? thoughts? Yeah. Final thoughts, yeah. Let's let our guests have their final thoughts. Absolutely. Thanksgiving, pitch night, butterball. Just whatever's crossing your mind right now. Uh, I just want to say thanks for having me. Second time on. So always uh, appreciate that. Uh, Butterbowl, again, thank you to everybody, especially to uh, my co-chair, Rich, and the referees, uh, Maxwell Sweeney, Neil, and Meltzer. Uh, without them, things probably would have gone pretty awry. <laughs> uh, shout out to Mike Francisco, MVP. And uh, now, I mean, we could probably officially shift the mindset over to show. Yeah. Wow. And starting to get things going. Kickoff party is going to be here before we know it. And then it's go time. By the way, kickoff party. I'm not sure, but I think Riggler might be involved in that. Mm-hmm. One of the bad boys of Dad's Night. Um, I'd love to get the kickoff party chairs on one of the next couple podcasts so we can get some details and start hyping up the party. It's a great if, idea. Yeah, I would can love I, to get the bad boys Can on. I make a little shout out to Riggler? I I don't like Riggler at like on like... Like I don't hang out with him socially. Right? I've never like I've like I've never like been over to his house or whatever. Like, but like because I'm like just a busy man in general. Let me get him over here. He's like no, right around the block. <laughs> but I don't like him like a seven out of ten. I like him at a ten out of ten. Like every time I see him, Such like a good I, dude. I enjoy. He like kind of cracks me up. Solid dude. Always got something funny to say. Great dude. 100%. So and he plays the bagpipes. Yep. I need him to play. I need for him to be the role. Like everything that we have, Dad's night. Riggler starts it off with bagpipes. Like the Butterbowl, he should have started off with bagpipes. Kickoff party night, he should start off with bagpipes. It gets everybody fired up. Dad's not 80, the bagpipes. Did you know that our third grade football team walked into him playing the bagpipes? <laughs> I heard race? that. Yeah. How sick was that? It was amazing. <laughs> we, told the kid, we told the kids, we're like, you officially can't, you cannot lose this game now. Yeah. <laughs> Did you win? Yeah, we won. <laughs> so like, dude, it, it's, it ties everybody together. Riggler should play the bad pipe, bagpipes outside of the chairman's lunch. <laughs> like as all the people are walking wait, the wait, you, wait you know you you, know how you said you had like the most the saddest um, you're the saddest uh, granddad skit of all time yeah. we want it which we haven't started writing we yet. gotta get on that we really do oh you know what also we should get on that barbecue that we talked about oh, oh it's not a barbecue wait, anymore there, it's a bowling night I have a great idea okay, is there any so sad bagpipe songs that we could add to that just to make it total pretty much everything on a bagpipe is bagpipes, sad. That's kind of sad yeah, yeah exactly makes but, you think yeah, it makes you think about life yeah do, do, we, do we have him play the bagpipes and as everybody walks into the lunch we all have to kiss Petrus's ring as we enter oh the <laughs> best that would be so amazing um, anyway Riggler bagpipes kick Br- party bring him out Riggler, bring him out Hi, yeah. final thoughts. Final thoughts. I'll go to the Butterball as well. Uh, it was a great weekend. Um, I want to shout out to the red team. I loved having all those guys on the team. I'm sorry. I I, I, liked, I I always take the blame. I feel like I wasn't, you know, we were rolling first game, second and third game. I didn't have a great game. So I, you know, I thank them. Yeah. I thank everyone for working hard. 
Uh, but like Justin said, on the show. And uh, T Swift is going to be ready to go. Wow. That rhymed. That rhymed. <laughs> that, that did rhyme. I'm a poet. I didn't even know it. How, how long was I this make episode? I rhyme every single time. Oh, my God. <laughs> Someone <laughs> say goodbye to yeah. pie. Yeah. <laughs> By the way, I just found the mute button for your mic. <laughs> go ahead, Rosie. Come on, give me something good. Listen, I had a great, great holiday. Thanksgiving was phenomenal. Um, family, food, leftovers, Italian, ziti, meatballs uh, all week. Uh, that was my uh, Thursday. Uh, started off, started it off with a practice with Pi on Wednesday. Friday, I went to the Black Friday Jets game. What an awful wow. debacle! Yeah, that was that was miserable. But um, and capped it off with Saturday Butterball, and it was just a, a great day. We didn't, we didn't, uh, we didn't get the victory that I would have liked as well. But uh, great camaraderie, great day altogether. So many dads were there, so many wives were there, so many kids were there. It's just always such a great day. Um, and the most I, fans I, we've ever had this year. By, by far, far the most fans. We even had the uh, younger girls do a little uh, cheerleading thing at halftime oh, yeah, of great. the championship game. I oh, mean, that's, yeah, oh, that's it awesome. just, um, yeah, it was just, yeah, it was. It's becoming an event. I agree with Steve. I love I love playing in the softball tournament. I do. Um, I, I love the golf outing. I love all the events of Dad's Night, but there is something to be said about Butterball. I don't know. Maybe it's because it's cold and it's early. We all wake up at like 8 a.m. And, you know, people are stretching and some people are drinking coffee while other guys are like eating vitamins. Like, it's just such a weird, like, <laughs> it's just such a weird thing. Like, like let I, me start right I, now. Octavio had, Octavio had like Evo Shield ankle bracelets on. Like, Dude, he had the best outfit. Uh, oh, he was wearing a ski patrol outfit in bright red. Like, yeah, some of the outfits were great. Like, there's just something to be said about the Buttable Day. Win or lose, it's just, it's such a great time. Then a bunch of us got together yesterday in the afternoon. We watched Michigan-Ohio State game uh, go blue. Um, it, it was just a great weekend. We're all a little sore. Um, now, but was that your last butterball? It's not. I'm, I'm coming right, back. Good, 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 good. I'm coming back. Uh, we talked about it earlier. I, I thought it was going to be Steve, but I felt I, I did well enough to, to come back. Absolutely. You were awesome. So um, it's, just, it's just a great day. And like you guys said now, the countdown's on. 25 days till Christmas, probably about 35 days to the kickoff party. That's when the real fun begins. And uh, – this is going to be a great, great Dad's Night 80. Yeah. And to your point, that's my final thought as well is, dude, as Pi said it, like the next thing coming up really is the show. I'm like finally getting that fire back for it, man. I've been I've been down pretty hard on Dad's Night for a while. And like to, to Steve's point, just even thinking about the shows coming up again. All right. I'm ready to roll, guys. It was good. It was good. And uh, yeah. And also just seeing all the family this past weekend. Just gave me enough another little bit of, uh, you know, a little bit of life back in. I've been, I feel like I've just been down the last couple of months, and 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 I'm ready to go again. I, I just fired up, pumped up, motivated. So, what do you got? Let's wrap this up with sorrow. Real quick, uh, Butterball is officially shows time passing and shows age. It's uh, really annoying. Sorry to be depressing at this point, but I just felt like I was a young buck once, and now I'm in the broadcast booth. You know, kind of like. Um, uh, Troy Aikman. Yeah, exactly. Mm. Uh, no, it was phenomenal. It was phenomenal. Uh, thank you guys for coming in the rain, very last minute. Uh, is that what that is? Yeah, it's, pretty, it's ready pretty good. It's right? ready, yeah. Yeah. Uh, I think it was actually a pretty successful podcast. I liked it, man. Yeah. Oh, you, got, wait, you're the, you guys are neighbors too? Yeah, Gramco is two, two houses down to the left. So they, they might be like the most, uh, the, the big, the most frequent guests because of the closest. Yeah, like, absolutely. Like last minute. Like Dude. That's, 
D and fault. Whatever happened to the casting catch, by the way? It's inside. Now it's my cat's couch. <laughs> yeah. 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 A lot of casting happened on that yeah. couch. It got weird. Yeah. It got a little weird. Uh, great show. Great weekend. Welcome back, boys. All right, dude. We're back. Until next week. We'll get the kickoff party. the week pa- after. We'll get the kickoff party guys on here. Let's find out who they are and let's bring them on. Let's do it. All right. Take care. Like, subscribe, share with your friends. I don't know. <laughs> We're nowhere. Keep on listening. Thank you. <laughs> Bye-bye. Gravy.